I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, as always, Meg Teets, here with me on this uh, sunny 4th of July Independence Day for people in the United States. Listen, Is... it's the 4th of July for everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. It is a holiday for some of us. I know my dates. Yes. Uh, it's my husband, Kyle. Kyle, your friendly... Neighborhood anti-prohibitionist. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. It is Independence Day. You know, some people have big feelings. They do not want you to call it the 4th of July. They are real insistent on Independence Day. You know what I say to that? What? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll call it what I want to. Okay. If I want to call Christmas Christmas, or if I would rather call it Hanukkah or Xmas, or the holiday holiday season or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to call it what I want to call it when I want to call it. That. I mean, to be fair, in your example, the, you just named different holidays that happened at the end of December. I did. <laughs> I did. I feel like... You tell me if I'm wrong. Let's <laughs> say that we actually... You you have a dear friend who is of the Jewish faith. Yes. But let's say that we lived somewhere where there was a, a decent mix. Because there, I don't know... I don't think I know a single person of the Jewish faith here in flyover country. Mm -hmm. The heartland of... Murky water and bad rivers, mm -hmm. um, unfortunate lakes, <laughs> other things. <clears throat> okay, all that aside, I don't. I don't know anybody personally here, and so when it is the anyone who's Jewish holiday season, I don't know anybody. Period. <laughs> in my life, who are you? I don't know what's happening. Um, and during the holiday season, it's yeah. it's pretty comfortable in this part of the country just to say, "Hey, Merry Christmas." Every once in a while, you get an atheist that's like, <laughs> they'll chuff at you. <laughs> well, yeah, except sometimes the inverse happens. The atheist says, Merry Christmas, and you <laughs> chuff at them? 
No, but that's one, a weird. One time, why would you do that? This was years ago. Can many. I finish my story. Oh, I thought we. Were, I didn't know we were having a story. I have a, I have a perspective to offer. <laughs> okay. So, in the case of your dear friend Julie, if yeah, if you just so happen to be absent-minded, like sometimes you're finishing a business call and you're a little bit absent-minded, and you say, "Okay, bye bye, I love you," and then yes. you're like, "Damn it, why did I say that?" Yeah. And then, okay, and yep. then the call's over. But maybe you say. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. She she would receive that. I would assume yeah. she would she would not like fly off the handle. She'd be like, "Well, same to you." Yeah, back at you, bro. <laughs> she she would know that you meant well. Yes, you were wishing her something happy, even if it wasn't the thing she celebrated. Right, exactly. Okay, that's a great jumping board off of jumping into what the story I was going to tell many years ago, over a decade ago. When we lived in small town Oklahoma. You converted to Judaism? Nope. For a minute. It was like a three-day stint. No, you And then Christ arose on the you, third day. You cannot <laughs> convert to Judaism in three days. It's a multi-year process. And from I what I understand, it. they discourage it. Yeah, they don't really want you to. Yeah. But if you're going to, it is a whole thing. It's like the old karate movies, the kung fu movies, where yes. you'd show up at the, the monk's monastery right. to train and they're like go away and yes. you have to spend like a month on the porch before they let you in exactly yes it's that like is that. in fact modeled after judaism yes well ancient um, judaism when we lived in small town oklahoma we invited a business contact associate later became friend of yours over for it was like it was in that weird space in between Christmas and New Year's. Okay. And they came over for a meal. Oh, good Lord. And they came in, and because we were in that weird yeah. space in between, I said, I hope you had happy holidays. And then he was like, what? Yeah. He was like righteous fury activated. Yes, he was. Because I didn't say Merry Christmas. He was uh, super Christian in that moment. <laughs> and he whipped out his cape. Tried to, find, tried to burn you, you evil sinner. He tried to burn you to death with his laser vision and sh- cut you with his sharp tongue. Yeah. Um, you said he later became a friend. That's not true. Okay. He just later, for the record. <laughs> he later became exactly what he was, just an ongoing acquaintance of irritants. <laughs> Which I think I have more of those than I do friends. That feels right. Yeah, I, I could get down with that. Um, so we're in the midst of this long weekend yeah. and I'm in the midst of my second go around with COVID. You're taking your very oh, life into your hands. I know you're all breathing on I me. I can't stop breathing on you because we have one mic to share. So Kyle, everyone just hears the visual. I'm talking into the mic and every time I talk into the mic, Kyle is literally lean turning away and facing the other way. To bathe my throat in sterile alcohol. Yes. Did I say sterile? You Is did. that a word? No. I like it. That's okay. how I'm going to pronounce it from now okay. on. Okay. All right. Um, I do feel like I'm on the upswing. I do have the lingering fatigue mm-hmm. that is such a hallmark of COVID and also the really um, life terrorizing headaches that come with it for some people. Really? Yeah. You were terrorized? It literally terrorized me to the point that I went to bed before any of our kids last night. Listen, you want to do that when you're well. You just had the, no. the excuse. I mean, yes, you're not wrong. I do want to do that, but I rarely do that. But last night I just, I couldn't stand to be awake any longer. I had to go to bed. I couldn't stand to see you shits anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get out of my bedroom. You've already... It's not even my bedroom. It's a random room of the house I picked that has something semi 
not hard between me and the floor. Yeah, I've been quarantining in the boys' room, which I think Kyle quite honestly has been delighted about. I would never say that. But it's not not true. Okay. We'll neither confirm nor deny. So since we've had this all this time apart as I've been convalescing, I really love to say convalescing. And you've gotten extremely handsy. Have I? Yeah. And you keep having to, like, wash your hands and take showers because I accidentally I touch you? I feel like a female employee from the 1950s. <laughs> we've had all this time apart, so we've been watching some shows. Mm-hmm. Apart from each other. Yeah. Yes. You finally got around to watching something I have been so looking forward to you. Yep. No, for you to get well, to watch. Two, four. Six, above, eight. below, all the propositions. Around, under. Yeah. You've been looking under me? Mm-hmm. You would. That's freaky. Um, Peaky Blinders, the last season. Peaky Blinders. It did not disappoint. Okay. Now, I am not entirely sure how to evaluate this because we have a problem in our home. Are you aware of this problem in our home? I know of many problems in our home. Which one are you specifically thinking this of? Is even potentially a marital problem. And so everyone listening, put on your counselor's hat. Okay. Or whatever it is. Badge? Um, banner? Why did you do that? People, you don't think people can hear me? You, you just rammed the mic down my throat. I don't like that. It makes me feel like a female employee in the 1950s. Um, somebody, <clears throat> somebody keeps turning on closed captioning. Oh, that's me. And I don't know how to turn it off. Well, that's I only have three technological <laughs> skills. Like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, evidently. So I'm trying to watch the show, but if there's words on the screen, I can't not read them. And the worst is when it starts playing music and it's like ascending score and all of these things. And, and so it made me far more conscious of the music than I've ever been before. I don't know if this last series this last season of the series was like extra music intense or not it felt like it was but i don't know if it just did because i could not read it so i i don't know what to do with that but did it was you good watch, <laughs> did you watch that whole season with closed captions on because yeah. you couldn't turn it off yeah oh my gosh we have become our parents i mm. mean they could never Joyce change their never would have done that to david <laughs> <laughs> they could never turn their VCRs off <laughs> flashing 12. Oh you can't God. turn the clothes. There's one worse off. than that. That It's another story for another time. Okay. Well, it's interesting that you brought that up. So overall, you felt like it was a good season? It was because, solid. Was it like it was a, solid. a good conclusion? Because this was the final season. To me, and I hope this isn't spoiling it for anybody, the, the overarching theme of this season, and we've been building into it. If you've not seen four, but you've seen one through three, you'll kind of know where it's going. It's very very reminiscent of the Godfather series, if you ever watched those three movies, to know that, you know, you make your you make your millions illegally, but then at some point you want to try to yeah. you want to try to go straight. You want to give your children the opportunity to inherit a legitimate business and not right. you you died for them, so they didn't have to keep doing it. And that's kinda what we've been going through. There's it's a little bit of a dark final season. There's some some not enjoyable deaths and things like that, but uh, it was well done. It was well written, and I enjoyed it. Okay. Well acted as well. 
Um, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad it was a satisfying... You don't care. I That's had... the most... Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Now, what I want to say, you were really hateful just now. I know you. Everybody else is like, oh, that sounded perfectly fine. It does, except that I know you, and that's about as hateful as you ever are. It was an ugly moment <laughs> in our marriage right there. You have a pretty charmed life, if that's as hateful as I ever get. Well, it's all about interpretation. Ooh. If you were speaking to somebody that was a redneck, they're going to tell you with in no uncertain terms exactly how they feel and what they think. You talk to somebody who's a little bit more diplomatic in their language and they can still be quite nasty without ever saying anything ugly i'm glad to know i still have it you are still got it still my diplomat all these years later (laughs) you cut me to the bone while you were concluding your journey with peaky blinders Mm -hmm. i was continuing my journey with the stranger things oh i know i heard almost almost came and checked on you. i know so episodes eight and nine of Season four of Stranger Things dropped on Friday. Now, because you do genuinely love me and you know how much I love that show, mm-hmm. and you knew we were separated from each other. Separated at birth. No, separated from each other because of COVID. Um, you were like, you know what? Just take your laptop. Go. Get the hell out. <laughs> go what? Go breathe on someone else. Stranger Things. That, yeah. Go finish the season. You did not put the stipulation that we had to watch it together. You were like, it's out, you're, you're chomping you, at the you bit. You couldn't wait. That'd be unreasonable. Well, but it was still kind of you. And, and may I say... You may. I won't believe you. Go ahead. Last, last year, when my headphones broke, you very generously bought me the Bose wireless headphones. Yes, which is awesome. They're noise-canceling, which noise means canceling. when you make little noises in response to what's going on on the television, it's much louder than you realize. <laughs> True. When you're sobbing your eyes out, I had no idea I was that loud. You did think you maybe should come check on me. So I oftentimes, if if I'm all the way like laid down in bed based on proximity of where you were and how rooms work and stuff, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would have heard you. But quite often, late in the evening, I go downstairs. I call it... uh, I call it the Hobbit dinner. It's mm-hmm. the second dinner mm-hmm. after dinner, and I get food. And when I get food so that I don't have to lay in my own crispy crumbs, I usually sit at the foot of the bed and eat, yeah. which puts me very much closer to you. Yeah. And while I was sitting there eating my second dinner, I heard sobbing, and I was like... From uh, the boys' room. Right. I mean, in fairness, through a wall, but you were only like 10 feet away. Yeah. But I heard it. It was very sad and morose and... It's like, well, shit. And I was getting ready to get up, and then I was like, oh, no, wait. She's watching Stranger Things. <laughs> and I was immersed in the Stranger Things world because I'm now I'm like, I don't know if I can go back to watching TV like a normal person. Now I feel like I'm going to have to have my both have to go up. to a, a separate room from me to watch a show. We can watch the same show yep. and text back and forth as we do it. Aren't we, aren't we modern? We're so very modern. But that was an elevated watching experience i felt like i was in a movie theater only better and i will say because you could lay down in pjs <laughs> exactly and sob out loud and sob out loud that's um, always a treat yes i will also say that i did turn on the closed captioning on netflix i will not even try to oh, deny that and it really enhanced season four of stranger things i'm yeah. going i shared this on my personal instagram but i'm going to share with you all some of the, just a smattering of the captions that I captured from season four 
of Stranger Things. Because Netflix went real hard with these this time. You're sharing what? I blacked out. You're sharing quotes? These are actual closed captions. Oh, closed captions. Okay. What's kind of a quote? Yes. Hang on just a second. I I didn't do a screenshot of my own words very well. Okay. Um, We have hand unfurls creakily. Nice. Okay, that was one of the tamer ones. Another tame one was creature's gurgle. Mm. I love a gurgling creature. Here were some of my very favorites. That was though. one of my nicknames in high school. What? Gurgling Gurgle? creature. Yes. Um, gate writhing wetly. Did you know that gates can writhe? Well, in Stranger Things, they can. In the upside down. That they could do so wetly. Yes. Gate writhing wetly. Discomforting slithering. It's not the comforting kind. That's just fair. Just to clarify, yeah. it's well, the discomforting kind. Yeah, but uh, you don't have to be opposites. One could just be unpleasant. Right. Yeah. Discomforting, or just normal, which is normal unpleasant. slithering, yeah. right? But this was the discomforting kind. Finally, tentacles roiling, roiling, uh, wetly. That honestly, I felt a little gaggy in my throat when you said that. There's so many it's tentacles. A great phrase. There's so many tentacles in season I would, four. If I were a person that sewed, I would stitch that. I would cross stitch that on a pillow to put mm-hmm. on my soiled and ugly couch if I had one. I think I do. Yes, I do. I just checked. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> the COVID attacked me. <clears throat> and that's the sound of Kyle getting COVID. Yes. Um, all in all, I've never been more in love with Stranger Things than I, I am right now. I just third person to myself. I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. <laughs> um, it was so great. Season four, the whole experience. Uh, just like, I love it so much. I'm so obsessed with it. So you've so. watched it. Our middle daughter has watched it. AJ, yep. Our oldest daughter has not, and I have not. And there's been a lot of back and forth about somebody dies, or a few people die, and then for the two of us that haven't seen it, we have some side bets being placed as to who it is that will die. Interesting. As these conversations happen, AJ and I make eye contact. I mean, we don't. Yeah. We make no faces, yeah. but we just look at each other because we know. more of a face than you think. What? I'm trying to be neutral face. Well, you suck at poker. <laughs> I will not deny that. Okay. Well, continuing on the Stranger Things things theme. Stranger Things theme. Stranger Things thing. That's a that's Stranger a, Themes sounds like a category of OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> that feels extremely accurate. I have been doing some reading, not much, mostly on Reddit in the Stranger Things subreddit. Of course you have. It is my great delight that I there are the, know, as many people who are fanatical about that show as I am. What's your, what's your order of operating? Do you first go, like, not with this show for this season. You already know everything, but new show is on. Do you first go to IMDb or do you go to Reddit? What's your order of progression? I mean, I would while watching go to imdb okay i would never go to the subreddit while i'm watching because it is a spoiler playground never say never i would i just i don't like to spoil myself i would aj aj watched the last two episodes which by the way Mm -hmm. episode eight is over an hour and a half long and then episode nine is two and a half hours long so it's it's two movies it's two movies you have to if you watch them back to back you're watching back to back movies depending on what network it's on it could be six to eight episodes right i'm like why didn't they make this into 10 episodes why did they cram it all in 
to episode nine. Have you ever crammed anything in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lord. it's quite enjoyable. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I told AJ specifically, I was like, I'm going to say things to you and I'm going to make guesses. You cannot. Yeah, because she was the first well, one. She, she got up early on Friday to watch it all. She watched the whole thing before yeah. I think... Even anybody else was fully coherently yes. aware that it was available. Yes. I did not. I waited until that evening. But I was like, I'm going to float theories out to you. I'm going to text you. You cannot, under any circumstances, say anything back. Like, I did not want to be spoiled at all. So I would never go to a subreddit for any show okay. until I've completed all, everything that is out. Really? That's, yeah. That feels different from how we've experienced some shows in the past. Maybe I'm, th- though, thinking of a rewatch. Mm. Where at that point it's like every episode, and you'd go consume mm-hmm. six times the content per episode. Okay, so here's this is interesting because back years ago when we watched Lost for the first time, I knew time, it. I knew it was going to be Lost. Yes, when we watched Lost for the first time, we did binge that. That was our first, well, maybe second or third ever. I think that binge. was our first streaming. That binge. was our first streaming binge. So we would watch three or four episodes per evening as much as we could possibly watch without falling asleep. And then I would go, look, there used to be a, a website, a dot com. Called MySpace. <laughs> yep, that too. There used to be a website called Television Without Pity where writers would write recaps. And okay. so, and like writers could, of the actual show? No, 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 no. Or just people that wrote? They're paid staff at Television Without Pity. Okay. okay. Would write recaps. And so. Editorialists. Yes. And so I would go, and, you, and there were forums back then too. So I would go and yeah, read the forum. recap. I know. Where'd I would read the recap. And in the Television Without Pity forums, you could read specifically about that episode. And to be mm-hmm. fair, the Stranger Things Reddit does the same thing. I just don't like to go on the Reddit because overall you could get yourself spoiled. But yeah. Television Without Pity, it was very highly monitored, very highly moderated. So I would read each of those recaps for the episodes we just watched, and then I would go into the forums and read what people had to say. You can imagine Did you contribute? For, no, because it was oh, already closed by then. you? It was closed conversation by you then. You reopen it if you're committed. <laughs> no, I don't have that much power. You and do. No you just have to go to the dark one. R.I.P. It well, was it taken happens. down a long time ago. It happens. They probably were running a secret sex ring on the side, and they got caught. Wow, you took it to the dark web. Um, I think that's where it originated. I didn't take it anywhere. Okay. Um, you bought yourself some scintillating reading on Friday night. What did I, did. I t- What did I text you after you bought it? Well, let me pull it up here and just see <laughs> exactly I was, verbatim. I, I, excuse me. I was glancing through our email and I saw there was an Amazon thank you for your purchase. And I was, what? Because sometimes the kids will order things that I don't know about. Yeah, and then you got to cancel them. Yeah, and so... The kids, like, that is, not the order. We keep the order. <laughs> cancel We've, our kids. We have five kids now. We had many more. Most of them got canceled. They all got canceled. Um, but so I saw this order come through, and I took a screenshot, and I texted you what? You're my favorite nerd. All caps favorite. Yes. That's unfair. Why, why did you say I'm your favorite nerd? Because on a Friday night. Yeah, like after 10. After 10, you were, I don't know where in our house, but you had. I was in my office. You were in your office, and you purchased a book called Technical Analysis of Stock Trends, 11th Edition. It's a textbook, actually. <laughs> it's not even a book book. It's a textbook with well over 600 pages. But you bought it on Kindle so you could start reading it right away. I did, because who, can, who could wait <laughs> for that hot merging action to show up in their home? 
And I read so 200 pages of it that night before I skimmed them before I, I came got, to bed. I got so tickled because here is a Friday night of a holiday weekend and right? you're in your office like, oh yeah, yeah. tell me about this. I'm all stuff. lathered up. <laughs> Show me your technical analysis. <laughs> it was pretty rewarding, I must say. <laughs> it was hard to fall asleep after that. So you did some reading over oh, the weekend. I did. Did you read indeed. the whole thing already? Um, I've, I've, I'm now just past two thirds through it. I'm not, I'm not reading it word for word. I'm fast skimming because it's. It is a textbook. It's a textbook. It's a topic that I'm twelve years into. There's, it's unlikely that they're going to say something I've never heard of. So I'm just wanting to move quick until I see something that seems interesting because everybody knows we're only interested in things that seem interesting. That's right. Yeah. And even that could be short-lived. That's actually it's actually an interesting read for me. I don't recommend it to anybody unless this is the type of thing that gets you hot and bothered on a Friday night of a 4-day weekend. <laughs> 3-day weekend technically, I yeah. guess, but whatever. Well, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, okay, listening-wise, I will say that continuing the theme of Stranger Things. So, Stranger themes into the pop culture zeitgeist because of season four of Stranger Things. There's been the resurgence in popularity of Kate Bush's 1987 song "Running Up That Hill." Parentheses a deal with God played for me, and I didn't ever remember having heard that before. Okay, I'm disappointed. I know that's you watched. That's the second most heard phrase in our marriage. (laughs) I'm disappointed. Episode four. Thanks for the conjugal. I'm disappointed. Oh, my gosh. This is you speaking, not me. I'm pretty easy to please. Episode four (laughs) of season four of Stranger Things is called Dear Billy. There is a integral pinnacle scene in that episode. Is it a conjugal scene? No. These are children. Calm down. Listen, Billy was a, a boy of the world. Yeah, he was. Um... That song, Running Up That Hill, plays in the background. It's like one of the most important scenes in the in the okay. entire whole purview of Stranger Things. Anyway, it's gotten real popular over the summer. And via um, one of my favorite newsletters. Um... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Two bossy dames which I've read for years, they did a deep dive on that genre of music that Running Up That Hill is part of. It's called Ecto. It's like a 
sort of it was a movement in like eighties alt pop. Yeah. And continued on into the nineties includes American singers that we might know, like Jewel and Sarah McLaughlin, but there's tons of others. Your eyes are glazing over because this is not your deal. A, this is not your thing. I made a face for Sarah McLaughlin. Yes. Because Sarah McLaughlin. That's what I said. Isn't it? I put Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. I, I can't remember. Know. It's just mutter it quickly and don't yeah. question it. No one will know. Okay. Um, I found via that newsletter a fantastic playlist. On Spotify, I'm obsessed with it. I will put a link in the show notes if anybody else is into or just wants to check out. Ecto Playlist? Ecto Playlist. Okay. Yes, if you want to check it out. It's so good. It will be the soundtrack of my summer 2022. If I I may kick back for a moment, and again, I know, I feel like I was hypersensitive to music in season four of Peaky Blinders, much more so than I ever would have because of the damn closed captions. But I felt like the music was really strong. It was very diverse and certainly not what you would suspect for the era that the show is cast in. Right. Um, I may, I'm, I don't know. I probably won't because I'm a lazy turd that'd rather read textbooks, but I may actually go research and okay. find a, a playlist for that season. I bet if you open up your Spotify and just type in Peaky Blinders, you can find some pre made playlists. I probably can, but right as the. Right as the pointer is getting towards that area, it passes past Kindle where that hot merging textbook action is. You get all distracted. And I'm like, oh, oh wait a minute. Why not listen to Peaky Blinders while you read your um, technical analysis textbook? How dare you? Textbook. How dare you? That's like crossing the beams in oh. Ghostbusters. You can't okay. do that. And that's, you made me think of that because of ecto and ectoplasm. Ah, and yes. What was his name? The little green. Uh, Slimer? Slimer, yeah. I wanted to say Shmoo, but I knew that wasn't right. It's a good name, though. That's the name of one of the children we canceled. Speaking of names, and one of our children we canceled. No, wait, he's still here. He can't he's still here. Canceled. He's uncancelable. JK came across something on YouTube where uh, someone referred to Jeff Bezos, our Amazon overlord, as Jeff Bozos. Yes, which he now thinks is his name. He does think that's his actual name, but also he thinks it's hilarious. Yes. yes. So we've kind of <laughs> taken to calling Bill Bezos Bozos. Which it's, I'm like, how did we not think of this before? Right, it's so that's, easy. It's, it's so, so easy. right there. It's so hard to make fun of the name Jeff. Yeah. But Bozos is perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And I can enjoy that because I've had a name, my yeah. last name. That's been made fun of a lot. My first name's a little bit harder. Kyle Pyle, Kyle Smile. What do you do with that? Yeah. But the last name, I've been, I've been called, I've been called some shit, man. <laughs> um, we're continuing to have our summer of gin, which is best oh, summer ever. This so it's many great. Gins well, I don't out know there, that it's guys. the best ever, but it's the best right now. Yeah. I wouldn't pick another summer yeah. than what we're enjoying right now. There, it's been incredible. There's just so many great gins. Well, yeah. And just when you think maybe you've found the end, there's a there's a whole new thing. So you picked up one this I week. I did. I went in. So what was it, Friday? Yeah. Friday was a hell of a day. Yeah. Both of us looked up on like Wednesday and realized, oh, shit, our licenses are expiring. <laughs> and, yeah, we did. What, what do we do? How do you COVID license? I don't even know. And I tried to go in Thursday down to the tag agency Mm -hmm. and was promptly rejected. Now, we live just in the ragged edge of the Asian district. And if you've never – so everything that you would do for stuff like that is properly within the Asian district. If you've never had a loving yet militant older Asian woman 
undress you and kick you out of their place of business? You haven't lived yet. That's what happened. And she didn't do it offensively. I just nope. felt very mothered. She very very firm in her denial. Very GTFO. And, and yeah, we had, okay. And she handed me a slip of paper that told me the website to go to. And that after 5 o'clock that night, I could go sign up. All these details that yes. she just, just efficiently cranked out. And I, I was literally... I felt like a child who'd been almost but not quite spanked and was walking out in a huff to my car, upset. But then I knew exactly what to do. And when yes. I went in the next day with the appointment, yes. it, it was like clockwork. Yep. I've never been in and out of the tag agency more quickly, oh, so celebrations to them. And then as soon as I left, I went to one of my top five favorite places in the world. It's called a liquor store. Mm-hmm. And you love gin. I love gin. I like gin. I like to mildly crush on gin. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, fully infatuated like you are. No yeah. criticism. Uh, so I went to get a gin for you. And we've had, what, seven or eight different gins? At least. At least. Yeah. I mean, we've repeated several that were good. Yeah. I'm looking through. I want something new. And by the way, what's the, what's the gin that uh, Ryan... Reynolds Aviator. Reynolds Aviator, mediocre. Yeah. It's mediocre at best. It's actually quite... Overpriced for what it is. Yes. Quite aggressive. It's a great bottle. Yeah. If you just want something for decor, it's a great bottle. It feels very 1950s, 60s. It reminds me of the time I was a female employee during that era. Yes. Um, No. So this time... Just as I'm skimming the row, and I can't hardly see. I have bad eyes and a bad attitude and a bunch of other things. I see J-I-N, Jen, G-G, J-I-J-I, Jen G-G. I'm like, what? And I'm reading the label. They had three different choices available. One of them, along with, so what makes Jen Jen is juniper, yes. right? Along with your expected things, they listed Darjeeling, mm-hmm. which is what? Tea. Tea. And I thought, hmm, Meg likes tea. And I bought it, and you hated it, and I had to sleep outside. I did it. that for nothing? Yep. Damn. Well, because it's summer. If you, if you can't sleep on your roof during the summer, when can you? Oh, I wasn't on mean? the roof. I was in that weird half-submerged area outside of our garage where all the vines grow. and the compost, there's Probably compost, compost, poison bit. ivy. Yeah. It shouldn't have been compost. You started throwing Nico's diapers in there. <laughs> No, I didn't sleep outside. But we loved it. Talk about it. What what do you like? What do you hate? As you noted We um, drank it all already. It's gone. Um gin, of course, it's it's primary taste that usually if you're gonna pick up a taste, it comes from that juniper, which Mm -hmm. that's why it's gin. That's a definite necessary. Yes. But there's a lot of other things you might pick up. Well, definitely. Star anise, black licorice. Oh, for sure. So this one comes across, I think, in a very pleasant way with the juniper at the first part of the sip. But then the lingering and the aftertaste really does taste like after you've taken a sip of tea. Yes. Which like, is how did they do this? So fascinating. I don't know about you. I got no tea on the nose. Right. Yes. It was only, it was only mouth. Mm-hmm. And then going into the the tail the lasting whatever it is so good yeah so good. Uh, that was crazy good we'll definitely buy that again um yes so also midweek this was before i knew i had covid but i did have covid and i feel terrible about this 
and I've already apologized 90 times, but it still happened. Um, I went over to my friend Grace's house to hang out and have a girls' night, and uh, she made us a gin cocktail. She, I don't think, knows how much that I'm loving the summer of gin, but she made us a gin cocktail with Empress Gin. Empress Gin, if you've, if you've been in the gin section of the store, you've seen it's the purple one. Oh, my. And I think the name of the cocktail she made us was French 75s. Okay. And you you mix it with Prosecco, and I can't remember what else she put in it, but it definitely has lemon Prosecco's juice in it. Prosecco's delightful. Yes. By itself. Yes. And so you mix it in the lemon juice, and when the, it hits the, when the gin hits the acidicness of the lemon juice, it turns it pink. It throws you into the upside down. Yes. Yeah. So everything comes back to stranger things. But no, it turns pink, and it was so light and refreshing and summery and delicious and then nice. later i was like i am so sorry what i thought what i was convinced was allergies it was covid that she was very gracious about the whole thing now she's in the hospital no she's fine as far as i know all right this is your note this so is my like note you describe so as we record it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of a time where we've, we've recorded the same day that we dropped. That, that's kind of a... It's hard. We always feast. I can't think of a Sunday in, in modern history that we haven't feasted on Sundays. Sometimes you're in the mood to make good things and go the whole nine yards. Sometimes you're not. I'll tell you what, I love my kids, I love my people, and I would die for them, but I won't always cook responsibly for them. Okay. And I feel like there's a difference there. And so this is, uh, I guess, a story of redemption for oh. those of you out there who are like, hey, I, I love you, but I don't, I don't like you that much. Mm-hmm. I had gone to Whole Foods, so I was pretty high dollar. It's pretty, pretty hot shit, if we're being honest. Um, Yeah, walking around with the people that eat food that doesn't kill them and stuff in the store. I'd picked up a bag of coconut shrimp to bring home, and you could bake them, you could fry them, you could could convection oven them if you were really, really hot shit. We're not. Um, I read through the instructions on the back of the package, and it says 400 degrees, 8 minutes, turn them over, 8 more minutes. And in that moment, I said, I, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I knew you were going to say I that. will go 16 minutes on one side, and if that's not good enough, you can go to the neighbors and eat bullshit because we're having coconut shrimp. You take your choice, eaters, in this house. It's everything I have to give. And I feel no shame over that. And I would encourage anyone else, feel no shame. And don't let those instructions boss you around. They're not the boss of you. And you those- are the boss of your kitchen. Yeah. And those shrimp turned out real tasty. Everybody ate them. There's Nobody not, complained. Not any, I think there was literally one one shrimp left. Kind of like yeah. what happens. Everybody looks around and, at the last shrimp and they're like, oh, I can't. You go ahead. And then nobody eats it. Yeah, the There's the it. sacrificial shrimp. Yeah. Yeah, they will if somebody would give it to them. But nobody will. They're just leaving it on the counter in there undoubtedly to try to bring more mice into the home. <laughs> To further our home for wayward mice. I hate mice. Do you think we're done with the mice? I don't. I can't tell. It's so hot. Why don't we had a, go south for the or go north for the winter? I'm gonna, I mean, summer. What? I'm going to tell a, a 
recap. You're welcome to. <laughs> you don't mind that I'm having a stroke over here. I'm having yeah. my own stroke. I just I have my stroke on the inside. You let yours out. That's the difference in us. Yeah. We both have a fire that burns. We yeah. just show it differently. Um, like I say, you can edit this out if you want. So we we'd caught a ridiculous. We have no mice, and then we've got like eight, and it takes two weeks to get them all out of the house. Well, there's there was one more. He was the most elusive bastard that has ever been in our home. Never saw him. We just saw the evidence yeah. of him. Couldn't. He wouldn't touch the traps, but then somehow magically he he got on the glue trap and got off. That's impossible. Yeah. He's the he or she is the Houdini of mice. We see the handprints in the sticky part of the trap. That all bothered me a lot. But this this guy, gal, whoever, like two weeks just taunting us. Yeah. Then one day, I'm upstairs. I'm sitting in my office. And I keep hearing this sound in the hallway. And it's really, it's really invasive. Now, I'm, once I hear a thing, probably a lot of people like this. Once you hear a thing, you can't not hear a thing. Yeah. Kept going on. I'd get up. I'd go out in the hall. And it'd stop. I'd look all around, give up, go back, sit down, and start. I'd go out. Over the course of about an hour and a half, I'd probably been out in the hallway eight times. I'd stood still. I'd, you liked I climbed up. I climbed up in the attic. Yeah. That's a whole commitment now, mm-hmm. especially in a hundred-year-old house. I, I could have died. I went all through the cupboards, all through the bathroom. What I finally decided must be happening is that this ghost mouse was in the floor of the upstairs mm-hmm. doing who knows what, probably just making more babies. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. That went on for a, a few more days, but we have not heard or seen any evidence yeah. of him in like 10 days now. That's true. And I think it is something to do with the heat. And my desperate hope is that he's died in the walls or in the floor yeah. and that his his stench will scare away ah, all of his progeny that yes. they'll never come back, that they'll go to a neighbor's house. Let, let them sort it out. We've, we've dealt with our fair share. <laughs> sure have. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but Francie, my dog is snoring real loud. Snoring. She is quite the snorer. So are you? Yeah. Like, like mother, like pupper. Um, I guess that's about all we have, unless anything else comes to mind. I will, I'll offer, as a last aside, and this is more just conversation to you, and maybe people care or they don't. Normally, normally, for like the entire month of June and the entire month of July, every evening around 6.30 p.m. in this home for the last 10 plus years, we've heard the sounds of people setting off fireworks. Oh, yeah. It wasn't until either last night or night before last is the first time this year I've heard it. Mm-hmm. It's an off year. I don't know. I don't know if it's COVID fireworks. I don't know what's going on. I approve. Yeah. Of the cessation. It's just so damn hot outside right now, and it's, it's hot. still hot after dinner. Even like there's yes. no relief. There are many nights by ten o'clock that it's still not below ninety yet. Right. And for us here in Oklahoma. It looks like, so what, today, right now here as we record, it's 99. I don't know what the high is, doesn't matter. But looking through the next week, there's only one day where the high is below 101. That's awesome. Isn't it? I mean, 
mean, I can. I'd rather have this than freezing cold because you know what? Well, but here's the thing. What you don't have to in life. You don't have to make the choice. Well, I'd rather be miserable, miserable this way than that way. No, there's a place where there's no misery, and it's not just heaven. <laughs> I thought this was going to turn into a, a gospel um, yeah. illusion. Yeah, there's a place where the fires of hell can't touch you. <laughs> no. There are places in this country, in this world, where you can live where you don't ever have to see 106 degree temperatures, nor do you have to see below 50 degree temperatures. There's, there are places that are magic. That sounds fake. Uh, well... <laughs> Say that if you will. That's I'm going to put a timetable on it. I'm serious. I'm going to say maximum. Well, I'll say this. at Five years from now, to date, write it down somewhere in a journal if you wish. Okay. Even if it's an online uh, cloud journal, whatever. This will be easy for me to remember because five years from now, I'll be 50. Okay. On your 50th birthday, it won't be the first time. It will be a few years in to us living in a place that is not miserable on either side of the temperature spectrum. Okay. Deal. Or I'll be dead. Oh, okay. That's a great high note to end on. Listen, don't act like you wouldn't enjoy it. Stop it. I'll give you COVID. Ow, you poked me in the phalanges. Mm-hmm. All right. So I hope you're keeping cool wherever you are, whatever you're up to. And that you had a lovely long keeping weekend. keeping warm if you're down under in the That's winter true, months of... Our New Zealander, our Kiwi Claire, is yeah. heading into winter. So if it's not full peak winter there yet. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. So hi, Claire, and I hope you're keeping warm. And watch out for those drains that turn in the opposite direction as you flush or drain the bathtub. Okay. It's, what a, should, it's a vortex. What should everyone do in the meantime? Well, set off fireworks at inappropriate hours in your neighborhood. Try to set someone else's roof on fire and have a damn awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.